The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Uh, the name of the episode is Our Wedding Vows. And if you uh, listen to the entire episode, you'll hear us review Wonder Woman. Uh, spoiler, we liked it. Uh, and uh, Captain Underpants, which was something that I was not aware of being the child-free person that I am. But uh, apparently it's pretty good. Uh, a whole bunch of other stuff we talk about, too. So thank you for listening to the episode today. And we hope we... I mean, we love making them. We hope you enjoy listening to them. And we'll continue making them as long as you listen and as long as uh, our fine sponsors keep us... Uh, paying for the party. I want to thank, of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Uh, their hold service is free. They're open seven days a week. With that hold service, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 10% off for active or retired military. 2043 East, 3300 South. Your friendly neighborhood comic shop, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, uh, I want to thank our, our friend Dave at Cabin Fever. Great selection of action figures, toys, lunchboxes, duckies, all kinds of great stuff in there in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, our friend Chef Daniel, Chef Daniel Cantu. If you're having ingredients shipped to your home and you have to do all the work, I mean, really? All those packaging and ice packs can't be good for the environment? Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet, don't know where to start, go to his website, Delicious Food, CantusCatering.com, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information on his home delivery service. Also want to thank our friends at Black Velvet Boutique, Don and Leah, up there in Clearfield, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Black Velvet Boutique opens seven days a week. It's not a novelty store or a porn store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. I also want to thank uh, the Tour de Cure. Geek Show is sponsored by the Tour de Cure. Ride, walk, or run on June 10th in Brigham City and support the American Diabetes Association. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here, uh, here by going to diabetes.org slash geek show. That's how they know. Diabetes.org slash geek show. Do it right now while you're playing on the internet. also want to thank uh, Nucleus sponsoring uh, Geek Show. Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Nucleus allows you to connect with the people you love, whether they're downstairs or across the country. Learn more at NucleusLife.com. It's a fun gadget. All right, let's get to this brand new episode of uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. And again, thank you very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. The episode is Our Wedding Vows. Please to enjoy. We'll, uh, we'll start with a letter. That would not equal naked. No. If you suck Jeff Johns' dick... You get to write a book. Somebody's going to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Marinate your brain on this. It's just a show. I should really just relax. Nice vagina as much as you can. I want like 3,000 nice vaginas. And copy and paste that shit. You don't have to type it so many times. Just paste, 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 paste. paste. Just hold your iPod at 2 o'clock. You will not hear Shannon. Geekshowpodcast.com And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I am so full yeah. of deliciousness. Welcome. Yeah. Mm. That man does nope. things with mushrooms. 
I know, right? Those yeah. are the best fucking mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those were some great uh, here, Here's the thing. Is, uh, Daniel Cantu, who you know advertises on this podcast, uh, offered up just out of the blue, emailed me and said, I want to cook for you guys. said, I want to cook for Lee, and he can bring his friends. And I... <laughs> And so uh, he he said he said let me just take care of it and I said of course you know Lee's vegan we got that and yep. he can he can handle all of that stuff and he brought us up some amazing food. <laughs> oh my he, God. okay I'm gonna be really brutal. Like, I want to take a nap I'm gonna be really brutally honest right now okay I'm gonna oh, be sure. brutally brutally honest anybody can cook meat any jackass can cook meat I like guess it. what. <laughs> I haven't had meat in 15 years. I could go upstairs and cook you a steak that would make you cry. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would probably cry while I was cooking it, but I could do it. <laughs> Pulling off good plant-based cuisine—that's that's not just rookie shit. That's not just I can make mac and cheese. This this guy knows his food. He knows his way around mushrooms, and yes. he's an advocate. So I am such he a fan a, of mushrooms. He is oh. an advocate of clean cuisine. So even though. You know, you might, you yourself might be a little paleo, you might be vegan, you might be uh, soy-based, whatever. Whatever whatever it is that your idea of cuisine is, this guy cooks it clean, he cooks it fresh, he cooks it good. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, it's and he, tasty And he stuff. can bring it to you. Well, and he knows what he's doing. He paired, uh, he paired a salad upstairs. I'm sorry, I'm going to go nuts here for a minute. Yeah. He made a salad. He made a salad that was strawberries, artichoke hearts, and this balsamic vinegar that just... I'm sorry, strawberries and artichoke hearts? No, that's the thing. Most I, most people would have done the artichoke hearts and the lettuce and the balsamic right. and left it. And he garnished it with this ring of beautiful, but, fresh strawberries. Then he and threw the strawberries in, and it was like that was such a bold touch, and it just amazing. No, I, I, I've been a chef for half a decade now, and, and, uh, and the restaurant industry is brutal and it is hard. And very rarely do I have something where I go, my hat's off to you, sir. This this was some innovative thing well, this in, is, in his edit I, cooking. I, well, I would say that's a pretty good fucking steak. You know, it was it was yep. damn good. And yep. and what what really impressed me was when he just came through with the corn on top. That was just oh, fucking oh, amazing. How did he know? It's just how? like how did how? he know? He He's, knows the current trend. He stole the kids' yeah. idea. It's so, trending uh, all the time. So, uh, oh, and there he is. There, there he, he is. is. There he is. Oh, Chef he's Daniel. back. At, oh. Chef. He Chef Daniel Cantu. Oh, he brought the devil brownies. His These things. Brownies, oh, my goodness. So it's it's a brownie with peanuts on top, and it's a no, peanut butter it's, brownie. It's 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 fudge, isn't it? Well, I, I believe the key a... ingredient is crack. Yeah. Crack okay. I had two of those. So it's oh, it, But it's fudge, and oh. it's peanut butter. It's like and a it's... peanut butter bar with a thick Don't fudge on top. Don't you put those anywhere near me. It's I'm, good. I'm so glad oh, he man. waited to come in until after I was gushing about him. Yeah. So. But, uh, so it's Cantu's catering. He, you can hear his... Uh, Hear his he commercial bring, here on the show, and he'll bring this stuff to your I house. I still have his tub word. I has to go your tub word. Well, yeah, you know, so the, do I. The worst part about him is, is he actually bears a striking resemblance to renegade Jedi Knight Quinlan Voss. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt that he's handsome. I'll give, I'll give <laughs> you that. Yeah. No, I'm saying renegade, Gen, uh, renegade Jedi Knight Quinlan Voss and Daniel Cantu. Let, same guy. That's let, what I, that's all, all my work wives are like, oh my God, he's cute. Dude. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let let um, his blue eyes enchant you. But I will tell you, like Daniel uh, Cantu. I've ordered from a bunch of times, and it's it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, you were going on about his uh, Cajun stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh, when you did the New Orleans uh, cuisine for Fat Tuesday, yeah, jambalaya. Like I had just got back from the South, so I was craving that type of cuisine. And I'll tell you right now, it's on par. Like, which yeah. is like a hard. Like it's people don't understand, do. Cajun and Creole cuisine. It's very. I I don't know shit about cooking. It's well, specific, it's, it's very specific. Jambalaya is a twelve-hour stock. Yeah. That's that's not something you just pull out of a can. It was delicious. Yeah. Well, and then his uh, St. Patrick's Day week stuff, it's fucking on point. He made his own goddamn corned beef, man. 
This is like a four yeah. minute commercial of. Have you had his, have you had his saltines and peanut butter? <laughs> they, they're I'll off bet it, the fucking I'll bet it chain. would be amazing. Amazing. How do you feel about corn on top of anything? At times. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Now, now we're done with he, him. He actually, he actually listens to the show, so he'll hear that. You'll understand in, in, right. a, in a few days. A prediction is that episode's name is Corn on Top. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> um, but uh, he, can, he can bring this to you, and he can also cater your events like he catered ours. So, yes. uh, you know, big or small, he can he can hand, handle it all. I, I did a rhyme. I Look. believe that, oh. it, yeah. You're, you're a rapper. I'm, I'm a rapist. All right. <laughs> Carrie Jackson in the Time Closet. That's this newest, latest album. That's, That's album. the new Harry Potter's. Yeah. Screw Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. It's Carrie Jackson you're gonna in be, the Time Closet. You're going to be so sorry any year when I'm on my book tour about Carrie Jackson in the Time Closet. <laughs> He's on a book tour right now. Yes. He's Lee George Cade. He's the, the Jerky King of Salt Lake City. Jerky King of Salt Lake City. New flavor. Teriyaki Sriracha. Nice. Uh, by the way, I want you to marvel. At the professional packaging here, I know this is this is heat sealed for your protection. That's amazing. So, All right. yeah, I, I did the research. I learned how to do this. So, where do we get it? Uh, you can get it at uh, Fresh Compassion Eatery, one forty five East, thirteen hundred South. We're open Monday through Friday, uh, eleven a.m. to eight p.m. Also online, if you go to FreshEats dot com, and uh, you can also get it at Watchtower Cafe. You can get it at the Bike Doctor in Missoula, Montana, and, <laughs> and uh, fingers crossed, coming soon to a store near you. As we speak. There are samples out at probably 40 different retailers around the country. Mm, okay. So, yeah, this starts out a little sweet, and then the sriracha kicks in. So, um, There you go, Blake. Blake has not tried this. Blake wanted to try the jerky. It's easy to eat. I am now putting the jerky in my mouth. Yeah, this vegan, is... vegan jerky. All right. Uh, thank you, Lee. Thank you. Uh, oh, hi, Shannon. Hey, bud. How are you? Uh, full of meat, Full man. of meat. Mm. <laughs> I'm good. Context. I am. <laughs> Are we doing that now? Context. Yeah. Phrasing. Right. Phrasing. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Dang it. I'm off. Oh, I'm done. You are. Yeah. You're a free yeah. man right now. Um, I probably have not moved off a couch for four days. Good. Uh, catch it up on the shows. Send me suggestions of shows. Uh, I'll still be doing my pub quiz Wednesday nights, Lucky 13. That shit's fucking off the hook. Check that out I'll if you have it, you, dog. dummy. I wish it wasn't a school night. I'd come down. Me too. Oh, lucky 13. Yep. 8 o'clock. Be there or be a square jerk. He got your money. He's Jay Whitaker. Baby, I got your money. Uh, hey, <laughs> dirty. Uh, baby, better have my shit. <laughs> That's right. What's up, y'all? I'm doing, hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing shit. You know what I mean? You are. Um, just I'm proud of you. Loving life. Oh, that, I got to say that. Thank you so much, uh, Cantu, for like uh, catering because I'm I'm just bright now. I, I feel good. You feel better. I feel good. Could be all that vodka I had, but <laughs> um, I feel oh, good. I should, I should also thank the guys at Five Wives. For, yeah, Five Wives Vodka for helping shit. out with vodka. Um, Seriously, you need wife six or seven. Jay and I are available. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I ain't trying to get married. Not, not soon. No, seriously. That could be a great marketing ploy for them. What, getting married? No, we, we'll be the sixth and seventh wife. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Brides. I it'll was be, like, I thought be, you... It'll be seven brides vodka, and they'll do a new photo shoot with the five brides and us. Oh, no. I'm... Oh, okay. Yeah. I, see, I thought you were trying to get me to get married. I'm, no, I'm saying you'd, look, I'm a, I'm I'm saying you'd look good in a dress and a veil. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm open would. to it. I'm open to it. I think yeah. you guys would be side pieces. I'm an I'm an 18 time good luck Chuck though. We we might be a distraction. I'm I'm good I'm good with either way. What's up, y'all? Uh, follow me on Twitter 
Um, I'm doing shit. It's it's Jay Whitaker. That's my Twitter. I don't know what I'm doing these days, but I'm doing some shit. All right, peace, love, happiness. Right. Uh, it is the designated driver and producer of the program. He is Quad T Tony. Hey, I gotta say, as a fellow beardsman, yeah, it's epic. Jesus, thank Christ. you. No, no, it's it getting is, good. It I've is been, getting uh, impressive. It's getting good. I think I'm coming up close to two years without yeah. uh, anything besides little trims to keep it. Uniform, and, and I know you get this all the time. How does the wife feel about it? She loves it. Okay, she's she does. part of the reason it's still around. Really? Yep, that's good. Well, Megan doesn't seem like the kind of uh, the kind of person who's going to tolerate something uh, for too long. No, that she's not into. Yeah, so, that beard would have been gone a long time ago if she didn't like it, wouldn't it? True. Yep. True story. Yep. I know you, you don't gotta... drink, but like with that beard, you need an opinion about craft beers. Yes. Uh, like you like you you don't have to drink, just have an opinion. Or a nice what? mug of of uh, mead. Yes, I say, you need a helmet with horns on it. <laughs> yeah, or, or like you should, you should. I feel like you should be the guy I talk to if I want like rust, uh, like man, like mantiques or whatever. Like yeah. well, from the American, I mean, was it Utah rust or yeah, something? American just rust. yeah. So I feel like you should be good with metal sculptures. Once okay. every once okay. every three weeks, the uh, conglomeration of Salt Lake City Vikings meets at Fisher Brewery. It's me, Paul uh, Lawrence, and then uh, Mike Tuiosa from Watchtower oh, Cafe. Oh, I need I so, need to witness this. Yeah, and and the three of us sit, and I the invitation is there. Okay. I, I am not nearly powerful enough to participate, but I could witness this. You could. Well, we we talked a lot about um, uh, craft beer. And, <laughs> well, and, this is uh, where I could learn and how to have an opinion about there it. There you go. Uh, where's <laughs> so, your stuff? Yeah, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or here on the Geek Show, or on uh, the Gadget Spot podcast with Excitable James. Woo! Thanks for filling in for him, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen and Jaron, where we talk about tech, gadgets, and video games. Uh, Jimmy is not here for this part of the recording, but I damn bet you he's probably in broken news. We'll see. Uh, but uh, he'll, he's he's he's. He's with us in spirit. As also, always. Also excitable James is with us Woo! in spirit. Uh, and uh, joining us, a uh, special guest, Blake Castleman from Salt Lake yeah, Comic Con yeah. and, and Salt Lake Gaming Con. Yay. All right. He's also a writer. And I'm also watching Game of Thrones, the whole series, until you know season seven starts. Oh, really? Well done. Like, you never, like, you've that, never seen it, it before? First time? Oh, I've seen it before. Oh, oh you're over. rewatching. I'm rewatching. Let me ask I you, should do that. Let me ask you this. I always, I, I, I say this a lot to people. Um, the ep- the first episode, the pilot. Oh, Jesus. It's, I, I, every time a new season comes out, I always go back to the first episode. And that's it. That's all you need. That's really all you need to watch. But it's just such, because they foreshadow, they give away the whole fucking story right there. Yeah. They tell you everything that's going to happen. Well, and it's, you, you and just it's have one, to pay attention. And it's one of the best pilots oh, yeah. for television that you've ever seen. I mean, one of. One of. I will say Fargo. Fargo's, yes. <laughs> Fargo's and Breaking pilot. Bad. And Breaking and, Bad. And, and Breaking Bad. And Better Call Saul. And the yeah. interesting thing about that pilot is they had to reshoot most of it. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it got rejected. Wow. So they went wow. back and reshot a lot of it, and there were some cast changes. Hmm. How great well. is it that we Damn. live in a day and age where we can say how many how many shows had impeccable pilots? Yeah. You know, just right out of the gate. Because a lot of them have lately. Yeah. You know the, who's an the impeccable of, host of the show? The age of craft television. <laughs> craft television? Is there a room yeah. where I can sit and talk about craft television yeah. with men with beards? Yeah. <laughs> with cats. With uh, with Mancoon cats. Yes, yes. Oh, we do have a host. You're right. He's an impeccable host. He's... He's also a, a, a craft host. Yes. Yeah. Carrie Jackson. Time closet. Carrie Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Grass-fed. I am. Free range. I'm both of those. <laughs> What's weird about your time closet is it doesn't 
make noise. Like I'm used to time machines making noise of some sort, like wheezing know. noises. Well, like a, you he's know, got that radio that, money. That, he could fucking afford that shit. Right. Could be that Tardis sound, yeah, or could be that Delorean sound. That's the wheezing. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, did, that's that was me wheezing. Oh, did yeah. you ever at some point say, "Yeah, we got that radio money. We good." Like something Never. along those lines. Never. Okay. Never. <laughs> ne- never. You know, prior prior to his meeting his wife, he didn't know he actually got paid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's the one who said, you know, you get paid for this. Yeah, she's so. like, you know, that, that direct deposit actually means there's money in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, x96.com. All right. Uh, Pay but, him. <laughs> what, I don't have to live off tacos and lawn chairs anymore? Uh, for now. Uh, <laughs> until somebody wises up. Uh, here's a story for I Need Tony. To read this story. Ooh. Oh, we know what that means. Ah, green lantern. So. Yeah. There nope. you go. Nope. So the, I, I underlined the... He's clearing his throat. You guys ready? <laughs> okay. Speaking to screen in cans, Schwarzenegger confirms that he will now star in a new Terminator film produced by James Cameron. It is back, commented <laughs> Schwarzenegger, who revealed that he had met Cameron recently and discussed the project. It is moving forward. He has some good ideas about how to continue with the franchise. I will be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all you that's need That's about to, all you need to that's know. That's all you need to know. Say, say I have to support my large-faced boy. <laughs> say it, please. Did you, did you hear that, Tony? <laughs> I have to support my large-faced boy. <laughs> does his boy, does did his you, boy have a large face? He has a very large, large, no, large face, did very you, wide. It was just a few weeks. It was about a month ago on Family Guy. There was, there was a bit where... Oh, see, I'm not familiar with this bit. Where Schwarzenegger knocks on the door of this house and says, Where is your housekeeper? I need to have sex with her. I am from the future. I think you just want to have sex with a Mexican housekeeper. It's just, no, I must have sex with her. I'm from the future. And then she she comes out and says, you lied. You said you didn't have a housekeeper. Let's go make a large-faced large boy. Large-faced boy. <laughs> that kid, that oh, kid though, that he had with that housekeeper, he's got a big old moon face, man. He does. I got to look this up. I got to look this up. Is he like Rocky Dennis? No, he's not like Rocky no, he's, Dennis. He's got a big face. <laughs> he, he looks like a Mexican Arnold Schwarzenegger. But with like twice the size of face. Do you well, think, do you think now, Arnold was using like uh, cranial uh, steroids at the time? Here's the thing, though: if you go back and look at early photos and movies with Schwarzenegger, he had a big face. Oh yeah, he had yeah. surgery done to make his jaw less wide. Did I think. I think. Oh god! Because if damn. you go back and look at it in his <laughs> early, he had a jaw that went out to his e- uh, just huge. It did kind of extend and now out. It's didn't it? a lot narrower. Oh, well, he that's looks just like his dad. It does look that's like that's his why his dad. That's why uh, Arnold's father had him plow with his face. I don't. <laughs> un- I so, don't understand why Maria think I had sex with the housekeeper. Good God! There's no. There's no way you can mistake. And that's why he's so attracted to Maria too, because she has a. Big old jaw. I don't yeah. know for sure if he ever did get surgery to make it smaller, but it looks like he did. Holy shit! I, swear, I looked at Maria Shriver, oh, wow. and she looked like she could open a beer bottle on her jaw. She can actually. How, sh- How dare shirt. you make fun of my uh, wife, Skeletor? I mean, Maria, <laughs> ex-wife. I swear, Maria, my large, my large-faced wife. I swear, he's not mine. <laughs> it's not no mine. He does not look at me at all. It has no, the, he does not have an accent either. Every time he falls down a hill, he goes, I'm liable, 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 liable. But he, like, he's, 
He's handsome. He's a, he's a good. Yeah, he's a good looking yeah, guy. He's handsome, but he's definitely. If you look at old pictures of Schwarzenegger and him, they got the same jaw, yeah. big time. All right. Uh, let's Miguel see. Miguel Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. That's racist. I'm going to write that down. That's no, racist. I won't write that down. You're not going to write that down? Ah, uh, it's racist. Committed to racist. the internet. Um, okay, never mind. He's not that handsome. He's not. That <laughs> I've been uh, scroll- really. I'm scrolling through enough pictures. Yeah, of- I just got a picture of him from the Brony Convention. All right. Uh, how many of you have? Because I know some of you are abstaining from trailers. I I'm, try not to I watch. I don't. I, I'll watch them. I, don't I try care. not to watch trailers. I know that I'm going to see the movie uh, already. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But if it's something I'm not sure of, heck yeah, I'll go I d- see it. I drink I'll so much. Trailers. I forget. Well, yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. soberly is abstaining, but drunkly, he's <laughs> yeah. he is uh, he is seriously so loose. Yeah, for taking trailers. notes. How many yeah. of you have seen the uh, the Mummy uh, trailers? I have not. Uh, I've seen with Tom Cruise. I have. Yeah. I've I seen love Katie Holmes. I've seen the trailer for the re-release of the Universal Monsters. Well, I wanted to talk about that. That's what this story yeah. is about. Uh, they, uh, you know, they're, they're doing this the Mummy, yeah, with uh, with Tom Cruise and Sophia Batella, who is amazing. She's, oh. she's a mummy, yeah. But they have officially unveiled the. They're calling it Dark Universe. Yep. Why? So why? Yeah, I have, this I have a question. Cool. Why Dark Universe? Like what? Don't know. Okay, so I'm not the only one Dark that's questioning. Universal. Like, what does that mean? Because I, they're just trying to give it a blanket branding hmm. for all of their monster movies. Because it's monsters, okay. they're dark. It's, it's but catchy I mean, like the MCU. I guess, yeah. Like because but, because is that this all it is? this I mean, original they they used to refer to it as the Universal, Universal monsters. monsters. Yeah. So I don't. I guess. But why this, not Dark Universal? I like that better. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But what so, do we know? So it was announced at a at a press conference uh, a while ago. The the next movie. So this we got we got mummy the mummies right now. We got meet, the and mummy then, and then meet the mummies. And then the next one will be Bride of Frankenstein. No, no Frankenstein yeah. first. It says here Bride of Frankenstein. I, I and is it uh, Harvey? It's, it's due February fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Directed okay. directed by Bill Condon. Uh, is the next entry in the series. It's Javier Bardem. Javier the, Bardem is the is the doctor. Frankenstein's monster. The monster. Oh, okay. oh, cool. Uh, they're casting for a bride. Probably by the time you hear this, we'll have the announcement. Sofia Vergara. <laughs> I'd watch it. Hey, yay! <laughs> I'm in. She's. She's. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it either. Doctor Frankenstein. Well, and just but keep I in just mind, can't imagine it's probably it's probably going to be better than Daniel Radcliffe and James McAvoy's Victor Frankenstein. Yes, oh, I forgot for that that happened. Oh, um, I've watched it four or five times. It's that bad. They, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's not very good. Why do you watch movies that you don't like? Dark Crystal. You know what I mean, I sometimes I try to watch a movie that's failed spectacularly to try to figure out where it went wrong. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair, oh. fair enough. I respect that. I have a few suggestions. Yeah. Um, like 1941. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Hush your mouth. Um, uh, they also confirmed a previously rumored uh, Johnny Depp and Javier Bardem. Uh, Johnny Depp will be the Invisible Man. Oh, well, maybe he doesn't have to show up for it. Yeah. <laughs> Javier Bardem is uh, Frankenstein's monster. Uh, Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll. And he's really? actually in the new Mummy movie mm. as Dr. Jekyll. And, huh. and these characters will cross uh, each other. So is I Tom like Cruise going to show up in Bride of Frankenstein? He maybe. So, hey, well, guys, I'm Tom Cruise. Will Bye. Russell Crowe be playing Mr. Hyde as well? I mean, I'm, assuming- I'm sure they'll use his likeness for the face and everything. Yeah, exactly. I think he'll look like a good Mr. Hyde. As I, long well, as they, with, well, with all of his drinking incidents. Yeah, exactly. well, he's yeah, like he's throwing all- fucking phones everywhere. He's already Mr. Hyde. Oh, well, Mr. Hyde. Well, here's, here's the answer. Uh, Dr. Jekyll is uh, 
head of a secret supernatural investigation group called the Prodigium. Huh. And that will tie all that, of the that films That can't together. be a real world. A, a, a real so world. My, my big issue with these <laughs> is, in my mind, Prodigium. these movies need to take place prior to the First World War. That's just me. I'm, they're not. I'm, they're present day. I know yeah, they're yeah. Present, present day. day. I know they're present day. But my 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 issue is always uh, Frankenstein's monster is terrifying. Frankenstein's monster doesn't stand a chance against modern weaponry. Sure it does. Magic. But the thing, he's not magic. He's, he's science. He's a he's, fucking yeah. corpse. Science he's, magic. He's the Promethean man. He doesn't. He he bullets would rip that guy to shreds. And That's, he'd heal with the science magic. Uh, Carrie in. <laughs> Any of this reporting that yes. you've done, yes, which is impressive, by the way. Oh, thank you. I love See? you. Just I use, have paragraphs. You use your leaks. Um, in any of your reporting, yes. they reported who is going to play Abbott and or Costello. <laughs> Great. Because that's, that's where it needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> I well, love, I oh, fun. I got a pat on the back. Well, I well, love you, you made me laugh well, from my heart. Well, might I suggest, <laughs> might I suggest Will Sasso. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes. All right, because he's a funny motherfucker oh, who maybe, never gets used. Or maybe Bonnie, uh, Bobby Monahan. I was Bobby Monahan is free. Yeah. No, I'm still Will Sasso on that one. Okay, okay. There's right. there's right. a there's a series of books um, called Anno Dracula written by a guy named Kim Novak, and uh, it's an alternate retelling of all of these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of Van Helsing killing Dracula, um, they fail spectacularly. Dracula turns around and marries the Queen of England. And the these fuck? stories That's take the place. logical step next. Yeah, well, he becomes the prince. <laughs> he becomes the prince regent of England and starts churning out trash vampire babies. Oh. These books are phenomenal, and they go from uh, Victorian England into World War One, World War Two, and at one point, uh, Jean Viev, the the main vampire character, is hanging out with the dude in Santa Monica drinking white Russians, but. That's the last book. Uh, this series, this series would actually be the natural way to take. I mean, it's it's what inspired League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was right. was Anno Dracula. So that's the way you do these stories. Well, and they and, kind and, of did that with the Dracula movie two years ago. Yeah. With uh, I forget the guy's name, but he played uh, the, it was, uh, the Prince of McClark. Dorne, the Prince of Dorne in Game of Thrones. Right. Oh, and Pasco. Yeah. Uh, he's in Narcos. I th- yeah, I yeah. Think he's also a narco. Yeah, that's my dude right yeah. there. I kind of liked that Dracula movie. I thought it was pretty cool, and it ended in modern day. It started right. in like whatever century and ended in modern day. Yeah, it's it's I, you can you can retra- rehash these characters as many times as you want, yeah. but I don't know if you're going to build a universal shared universe yeah. uh, in the modern day. Well, they're going to yeah. try. I know well, they're, they're going to yeah, try, gonna... and, but they've they've tried so many times. What well, are they now? Well, this is the first time they're tying them all together. Well, since the old days, since right. Evan Costello. Uh, but they're going to bring in the Gill Man. They're going to bring in the, the creature from Black Lagoon, and uh, which still I, so, and the Wolf yeah. Man again. So they, <laughs> when they announce, everyone's just going to be like sweet cosplay. They need to have, like that's that's all that's everyone's going to say. I'm sorry, they need to have Del, uh, Del Toro as their goddamn like, they, showrunner. Well, it goes back to what we were talking about the last episode when when Justice League Dark uh, when they fired Benicio, uh, uh, Guillermo Del Toro from that. They should have just buttoned up the project because he's yeah. the guy that should have done it. Yeah, um, I, they I they released the sad part is they released a trailer for this Dark Universe series and uh, and it shows just a minute of the Tom Cruise movie, but then it goes back and shows the that they digitally remastered everything for Blu-ray. Oh yeah, I got I've got those. And so what you have is the creature of the Black Lagoon, a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, it, it's gorgeous. It's I, w- I would encourage made. everybody to go back and watch that, especially Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, it's Todd Browning's movie. Bride of Frankenstein is such a great sad movie. 
Uh, you know, when, when watch the watch the movie that is inspired by that, Gods and Monsters. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. such a great movie. Uh, yeah. Just just talking about his life, being a gay man in, in Hollywood in the thirties. But, but Bride of Frankenstein, when when the monster says, "We belong dead," yeah. I just went, "Oh God!" Yeah, that those were our wedding vows. Fuck, dude. Peter Murphy, oh, Peter Murphy said, "I pronounce you, you know, bride and gloom." And, <laughs> um, but they're trying to make them into shitty action movies. Like right? Le- like League of the Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Which was a great comic great and a terrible comic. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, no, just make like well, like gothic throwback I, But movies. you know that people... They but look what, at numbers. But there's what a, there's a guy in a suit that says what, our focus group needs that. You know what I mean? What yeah. universe, say, that's how Baby Group gets created. Oh, what sorry. Universe, you know, you're hey. right. But what Universal Studios is looking at is the last gothic romance uh, horror movie that they threw money at, which is Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak. Which was great, but and made bombed. no money. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's that may have been what they were testing the waters with. They're saying, well, let's give uh, crazy Guillermo some money and see what happens. And uh, But that that was your... That's what you should be making. That's what a monster movie is to me. If you're going to do... Dracula is not a modern-day character. He doesn't work. We've got probably seven or eight Christopher Lee movies that Hammer made in the 70s. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Dracula... 1971. Uh, they they did all these movies with Dracula hanging out at swinger parties with uh, frat kids in yeah. England, and they're terrible. Dracula, I, think, I think the best Dracula movie is uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. I was about to yeah. make Starring that joke. Mr. Leslie, yeah. Leslie Nielsen. That's, that's a classic. But he's he's he is a gothic Victorian character. That's where he belongs. Uh, well, speaking of horror movies, uh, we just recently got on Blu-ray the, uh, the last Resident Evil film, and so I guess that means we'll never see another Resident Evil film. Oh, ever. I, that's I don't I, I don't know about yeah, that. Right. What? I, don't, I, don't, I that. don't think you're right about that, Carrie oh, Jackson. What does this piece of paper in front of me say? Says they found more. They found more. It says that the Resident Evil movie franchise has earned 1.2 billion dollars worldwide, uh-huh. the highest grossing film series based on a video game, and the second biggest horror franchise behind Alien. Yeah, they've made three times as many movies as Alien. <laughs> No, yeah. If you make twenty-two movies, you might just yeah. So you're getting more Resident Evil movies. I guess. Yeah. You, I guess you could oh, say good. it's undying. Hey, yeah, yeah, you did it. You really did it, there, buddy. I'm, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> the door, door's right. There. Okay, thank Get out of here, professor. So, what is the name of this Resident sequel? It will be. Res- oh! <laughs> It will just be, they're just starting over. Oh. So are they going to reboot so the franchise? It, it's not going to be, uh, well, what's her name? It's it's starting Mila over. Mila Jovich. So, Thank so you. So will I have anything to do with the uh, with the uh, the video game? Uh, I don't know. Because the, those, those they, movies, not, they had Very, barely, very little to do with it. Maybe they're going to reboot it and actually follow the video game storyline Right, have it in fucking now. Raccoon City Maybe. and shit. With yeah. the, um, who knows? That shit would be scary. I wonder if there's like an overall umbrella story they could put it on. Oh, oh look at you. <laughs> Oh, I get it. I get it. That's a video game I watch. We just, we just, <laughs> we just know that uh, James Wan is producing. Oh, good. And a uh, script by Greg Russo. Okay. Uh, so, Renee is he Russo's a Russo brother? Literary brother. Is that right? <laughs> Could be. I just. You've, or is he one of the Russo brothers? You've convinced me. Anyway, so there you go. You, I you want, will be getting. I want a Resident Evil movie written and directed by Pedro Almodovar. Who's that? That's great. Tie me up. Tie me down. Hmm. He makes really, really erotic. Uh, Mexican uh, Mexican thrillers. Oh. Yeah. I just want a Katamari Damacy game. 
<laughs> this rule set up. <laughs> Never going to get that game. I, I'm gonna, I want that movie. <laughs> or that movie, I mean. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, sorry. please, please buy as much jerky as you can, because I want to bankroll that movie. I want it to be executive produced by Lee George Cade. And directed by Shannon Barson. Uh, yeah. So it'll be Fresh Vegan Jerky Presents. Yes. Fish. Exactly. Yeah. Catamari and, Dogs and, and, movie. Yeah. And written by Tom Russo. And I hear, <laughs> I hear The Rock's available for everything. Oh, so. I'm, writing, I'm writing and directing it. Uh, oh, who's, <laughs> I'm going to fucking be the Citizen Cade of Catamari Dogs movies. Exactly the Citizen Cade of Catamari can, can I be the last thing rolled into the ball at the very end of the movie? <laughs> no, because we're going to roll no, the universe into the ball. No, because you're not big enough. It's got to be the fucking universe. Oh, can, <laughs> can, I be the, can, can we make this a buddy film and I yes. just be the best friend? Well, we can, we'll allow that, Tony. Yeah? Only if you scream like Schwarzenegger as you're rolled in. Tony, I promise you, you that. actually have to play the universe. Okay, as you get rolled up into the ball. Maybe the universe can be inside my beard. There, oh, there is a universe inside. Yes, your beard. Will Ferrell's gonna be the king of the planets. <laughs> yeah, he's got yeah. a microverse in there, and like, like Rick and Morty. Keep it underneath the prince, huh? Who's going to play the prince? Daniel Cantu. All right. Daniel Cantu. <laughs> After these <laughs> messages, we'll be right back. Growing up. Cabin Fever, located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Did your recently out-gay dad just graduate in film studies at the U? Oh, what a coincidence. I'm certain Cabin Fever will have something for your dear old dad to mark all of these occasions. Since opening their door in 1982, Cabin Fever has provided Salt Lake City with unique gift ideas and continues to keep doing so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, stop in, say hi to Dave, browse the walls and aisles filled with hundreds of vendors' products from vintage lunch boxes, jigsaw puzzles, and unique coffee mugs, shot glasses, toys, gag gifts, magic, and of course, rubber duckies. Celebrating 35 years in Zion, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, The staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. I mean, talking about sex can be uncomfortable, if you let it. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You're free to just shop anonymously or, you know, don't be shy. Engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers and helping people make informed decisions. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well. BlackVelvetBoutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's time for technology to give you more family time, not less. Introducing Nucleus, the Wi-Fi home intercom with auto answer. Call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees. No more yelling up and down the stairs and no more struggling to set up Skype calls with grandma and grandpa. Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount.
broken news. Welcome to it. Woo! Yep. All right. The name of the episode is Our Wedding Vows. What is... I, okay, so I'm not on these episodes. Yeah. And I listened to the last one. And you guys got deep. It was all about the Wonder Woman thing, about protesting. The, oh, yeah. We, the got, the, we got a little angry. Fuck yeah. those guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I'm getting a lot of comments about the about that episode. Good ones, you know I hope. I wanted, yes. I wanted yeah. to send a, 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 either an, a Facebook blast on my profile or just a, an email to like Lyft and Uber and be like, hey, all guys, drive your girls to, to Wonder Woman and drop them off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them have a great night. And then you know, when they need you, go pick them back up. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might actually join Facebook so I can like that post. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I got a, a text this morning from my friend in San Francisco um, who uh, has a daughter. And uh, he texts me. He says, "Oh, should I, should I take her to this Wonder Woman thing? <laughs> this Wonder Woman thing." thing. And I said, "Listen, do you? Love I her? don't. I don't have <laughs> children. But if I had a daughter, she would have seen it five times by now. Yeah, no, no question. And you need to take her immediately to the theater." Do, yeah, we get to, do we get to talk about it? Uh, we, yeah, well, yeah, we, we can. can. The got, box office is in. Well, let's let's yeah. start, let's start there. Woo! Um, this is uh, as we are recording on Sunday at uh, two ish in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the latest numbers: Wonder Woman opens to a historic one hundred point five mil. Yeah, fantastic. Overseas, the pick takes in uh, one hundred twenty two point five mil for a twenty two uh, two hundred twenty three million global yep. bow. And the bu- the budget was about one forty five. So fantastic. we're in the money. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we're in the money. So. Uh, <laughs> Does oh. that include marketing that number you just gave? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. So uh, Wonder Woman grossing uh, 100.5 mil, 4,165 theaters, domestic box office, uh, the biggest opening for Patty. And uh, it says for a female director, and I, I fell into saying that this Hollywood <laughs> reporter keeps making a point of <laughs> uh, yeah, that, and they, yeah. they need to get over that shit. Uh, let's see. Overseas, Wonder Woman also won the weekend, and we've got those numbers. Wonder Woman becomes, this is what I wanted to get to. Wonder Woman becomes the 16th superhero film to cross 100 mil in its domestic box office launch. Nice. Uh, the list is topped by the likes of uh, The Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Civil War, Iron Man 3, Batman V. Wonder Woman has beat the openings of the first two Thor and Captain America movies. That's awesome. As well what? as the first Iron Man. No way. Well, and it, I think it beat some Guardians numbers too. I'd have to dig Cap those one. up. Yeah. Cap one, Cap and Thor. That's a good one. Uh, Iron Man one is a little bit different because that was like it was a new a dawn of a new day. Like, exactly. Yeah. No one knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah. But the Cap one comparison is really good because the movies are very similar. Actually, yeah. in they terms are. of being period. And, but yeah. you know what they do in Wonder Woman that they I think did better as far as the period pieces go. They played with the fish out of water thing. Though. Absolutely, we talked I, about. that I called the review. crocodile Dundee syndrome. Yeah, I, I talked about. I called it Mork from Mork. Yeah, I, mean. I, I wanted a little bit more of that with yeah. Cap, and I only just got a taste. Yeah, yeah, you totally know, agree. The Notebook and and maybe a little something else. You got it yeah. more with I think. You know? uh, you're talking about in Avengers. I'm talking Cap it, one. It, 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 all in all, yeah, you know. Because like I mean, there were some pretty good cap ones. Where, oh, I mean, you know, uh, I got that reference. I got know, that one. That yeah. that was good. Yeah. And uh, language was yeah. another one. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. that was good. Yeah. But they really and I enjoyed the fish out of water thing with uh, Wonder Woman. I All actually right. saw that scene the other day. Uh, was it when uh, Robert Downey Jr. comes into, onto the helicarrier? Mm-hmm. First thing he says, "The guy's playing Galaga." <laughs> <laughs> That's that holds up. It, you know, it's. I think it's important. That, this is Counts, by the way. I should oh, say. Oh, yeah. I'm, right. I'm sorry. I didn't introduce it's everyone. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Martin and Counts. Are, they know. Uh, like, man, Lee's got a cold. Big yeah. movie. Big movie mouth. <laughs> but if they don't watch big movie, they haven't heard my voice in a long time. So thanks for having me back, Carrie. Oh yeah. But so, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible host. Nah, <laughs> you're not. I just got back from the Pride Parade. I was shamed. So I was. 
happy about that. Well, you know the protesters, you know. I know. I got I, know. I got name called. Really? Nice. I, I, and when I say name called, I mean I was called out by name. Yeah. This is the first time that's ever happened. What'd they say? Usually it's just you're going to hell and you, yeah. you know this yeah. this guy had one of those portable things. And he's like, Carrie Villangina, you should be ashamed. <laughs> you should be ashamed. Don't you know the name of my show? Yeah. You and your seven listeners are going straight <laughs> to hell. <laughs> This is the first time called out by name by them. Usually it's seven just... Seven listeners. I'm telling you right now, I'm sitting in this basement. You got more than seven listeners. I'm telling you that right There's now. There's two sitting here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, just so you know, you're all going to hell. Well, yeah. Anyway. I was going to say, yes, though... Sorry. I, I'm No, no. Off, off track. I'm glad that you're mentioning all these Marvel movies because... You know, there's no way not to compare DC and Marvel as these, kind of, as these two this franchises could, yeah, kind of march forward. You can't not do it. I feel like the gap has never been narrower than it is now after mm, Wonder Woman. Mm, really? There's a lot of differences between these two franchises. And, you know, to me, the main one, which still exists, is that the Marvel movies are able to make their big intellectual points with a lot fewer words. Mm. And the, the the DC movies are really talky and longer and a little more, uh, I don't know, verbose maybe. But I feel like the gap is narrowing. Wonder Woman gets closer to the Marvel ethic than any movie has yet, well, in my opinion. Like what we said earlier, uh, it's got heart and joy to it. Yes. You know, I mean... How many you know, times did you laugh? A lot. A lot. I mean, I will tell you, you'll never hear a Galaga joke in Batman. Right. I mean, like, you know? <laughs> right. Are we uh, Are we going to review it? You want to do it? Let's sure. review it. Let's okay. Because uh, we've all seen it. Yep. So, uh, if you don't know the story, uh, good old Diana Prince, uh, Wonder Woman herself, yeah. uh, grew up on an island that's hidden. And uh, she's surrounded by the Amazons, and she's the only child on the island, Yeah, and she grows up to be Diana. I mean, they went straight ahead origin story. I'm straight saying. origin they story. Didn't, yeah. They didn't hold back. No. And uh, so they say, I don't want to ruin what it is, but they're like, there's a mystery about her. Yeah. And they said, you train her to be the greatest warrior ever, because when war comes, we're going to need her. Mm-hmm. Well, war comes, not what they think, but in the size of a little small plane that's holding Chris Pine. And he crashes into the ocean, and she sees him, saves him. But right behind Pine are the mm-hmm. well, the Germans. Because yeah. this is World War One. Yep. And so the a battle occurs on the island, and uh, she kind of saves his life. She kind of saves her. And so when the war, you know, when that battle's done, she's like, "We should be friends." And she goes, well, "He's like, you guys don't know what's going on. There's a war going on." And she's like, "That's what I've been brought up to. Take me to the war. Like, I gotta go." And yeah. so he take, you know, he takes her to you know, dirty old shit London, and uh, next you know, you're on the battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to give too much more beyond that, but that's your basic storyline is that this girl, like, she wants to be there. That's what I love about her character is yep. that she, you know, she has purpose. She doesn't, it's kind of like what I said a, a long time about The Flash is that he embraces yeah. his powers. That's yeah. why it's so great. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, looking around like, why are you guys all standing there? Fuck, let's go kick the shit out of those guys. Can, you know? I, can I just say that? That that sequence is called No Man's Land. Uh, and that's, that's and the that, best sequence of the movie. That's, it's, it's the highlight of the film. Well, I'll say, I'll go further. That is probably... I'm trying to think of a better superhero debut entrance kind of thing. There, is, oh, there yeah. isn't one, Carrie. Oh, I got chills. There isn't one. I, now, I did, and I was never a big Wonder Woman reader. Me neither. But I when she, when she when she comes out in full she, uniform, yeah, when she throws that coat off, yep. and pulls that sword out, yep. yeah, and the shield comes up, and she jumps out there. Oh fuck! I was all in, it's, man. It is chill inducing. But I mean, also so in. good. The action in this movie, though, with so much that's going on, I was never like. You know, I call it like the Jason Bourne syndrome, where you're like, "What?" It's like shaky cam, like that. It's like I knew everything that she was doing, mm-hmm. and like, and so many like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. You know, and so like, you know, there's so many great moments. 
But the one thing I want to say, and I'm, I'm going to say because I, I said it on Big Movie, but and I posted on Facebook, but apparently I stole it from. from Let, let's be honest, you took credit for what you're about to say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I posted on Facebook. Uh, this uh, and how do you, it, I was pronounced it right? That's not Gal Gadot. 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 That's what she said. said that was Gadot. I said Gadot. She, but she uh, says it before right. the screening. We'll she find says out. that she says the T. That's all I know. Yeah. and she no one else on Earth does it. I think she might she be right. Is the most perfect casting of a superhero since Robert Downey Jr. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I and people yep. are like, I will say, one person said, "What about Ryan Reynolds?" I'm like, Ryan Reynolds kind of cast himself. So let's just say that somebody <laughs> found him, <laughs> found Robert Downey. Exactly. Jr. That's a that's a bold statement. I, that, well. I Here's the thing, it. though. I mean, and, and that's not to say that Chris Hemsworth is bad. It's not to say that Chris Evans is bad. But every time you saw Chris Hemsworth, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, like did you see that guy that was in um, Army Hammer? He could have been Thor." And everybody's like, "Yeah, he'd be a good Thor." Yeah, like you know, it's not that it's not to diminish the other ones. It's just that they're perfect. We're talking about how fully and 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 kind of they embrace the role. Absolutely, they yeah. they inhabit the role instantly. Like I, the first second you see them. That's I've what said mentioned. it before. I saw Robert Downey Jr. in a junket one time. And I was like, oh, "That's fucking Tony Stark." Yeah, that is. Mm. He's just walking, but that is Tony Stark. Holy yeah. shit! I mean, you she know? is capital I S Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How I much think she, she holds that. the embrace of love and yeah. com, you know compassion and and, and also badassery. So, mm-hmm. right. I, and doesn't have to but, fake an but, accent. But I have to <laughs> I have to jump in though because it, it is my job. I'm gonna be the the guy who everybody hates. It's not perfect. No, it's not. And and I will say this: I despise the villains in it. Despise them. Well, you know, you you have a problem with the actors, right? Not the one guy. Well, I mean, I got a problem because I didn't like the role. But it's it's Danny Houston. Yeah. Who and the reason is, and it's a voice embedded. But I also don't like it for the same reasons. Vice fucking hates <laughs> Danny Houston. <laughs> fucking hates him. Like yeah. he, and see, anytime I, he showed up, he I, we'd be sitting next to each other. He go ah. Fuck. <laughs> See, and I, I like him. <laughs> I, think, I think he overacts the shit out of everything. The other thing is, it's two hours and 21 minutes. It needs to be shaved down by 20. It's a little talky, and, like I was saying before. And the third act kind of crumbles. But mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. This is a huge step in the right no, direction no, for DC. I, Listen, believe me, I, I mean, I gave it three stars. I've, I've told everybody this. Yeah. I gave it three stars. And then I saw a little girl outside yeah, yeah. Play, <laughs> playing Wonder Woman yeah. in her costume. And I went... Four stars. Uh, yeah. Yep. Right there. It's For inspiration alone, yep, sure. four stars. Yep. You, you got a heart of gold. Yep. Well, I'm just a callous old critic you are, over you're, here. You're a shit, Jimmy. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to get into too many details, but we'll talk off the air sure. about the problem that I see with it, uh-huh. which which is systematic with mm-hmm. DC, but uh, but we'll, we'll get there. But other than that, I've been sending guys I know who have daughters who are questioning, yeah. like, if you, why haven't you taken them already? Why yeah. wasn't that the first thing you did Friday? Yeah. You know, I, you know. I think Zack Snyder's fingerprints are on this movie. Certainly in the fight scenes, they feel very Zack Snyder-ish. Maybe. And I also think Zack's sort of strange sense of pacing is on this movie as well because the best scene is in the middle. Yeah. By far the best scene of the movie, the best set piece is in the middle, and the third act doesn't quite measure up to what happens during the big reveal moment Kerry was talking about. See, running time, it's funny, because as time grew past, I mean, I remember when the movies used to be 90 minutes, that was it. Yeah. They got to an hour and 20, and they yeah. keep getting longer. Mm-hmm. And I think some, if I think the smart ones realize, yeah, we can pull back a little bit, it's fine, because that's one of the things I appreciate about the Pirates movies, that it was two hours. Yeah. That's all we needed, and they, yeah. they told their story, and we got to get out. Now, fuck Michael Bay, because this Transformers movie that's coming out is over three hours long. Fuck him. That yeah. can't be yeah. right. It is. It is absolutely right. It's like three hours and five minutes long. That why, might be, would, why would he do that? Because he's an asshole. And they've, <laughs> and they've all been three hours long. That might be the best thing that DC has accomplished in this movie. We don't need a four-hour director's cut to redeem Wonder Woman. No. It's already no, it's good. All there. It's, it's all already there. good. Well, everyone was excited to see Wonder Woman, except for the country of Lebanon. Oh. 
Decision made by the Lebanese government. Because she's from Israel. Taking issue with Gal Gadot. (laughs) Israeli served in the military. Uh, oh, all Israeli citizens serve in the military. That's yeah. interesting. They oh, do. Yeah, she was they in do. The Israeli there's, a, there's a mandatory. Yep. In Korea, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, Lebanon is officially at war with Israel, and so you won't be seeing it. You're not getting our money. Good for you, Lebanon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta, I'm sure they lost so much money. Yeah, good for you. stand up for something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. We'll we'll review Captain Underpants here after the broken news. <laughs> sure. It's all about superheroes, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll get back to the episode. But I just got, I got some stories here. Dan Aykroyd. God, what's he up to now? Who is three twelve? Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, it's one. It's one of those things where you know, you, you stick around long enough, you're the villain. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking on uh, Britain's Sunday Brunch, which is a radio program, Aykroyd was asked about Sony's all-female Ghostbusters reboot. Which underperformed at the box office and will not get a sequel. Such bullshit. Aykroyd was, he was, now let me point this out because I'm going to say some shitty things about him. All right. He was quick to sing praises of the cast, as he has. He, uh, it's the director he had a problem with. Okay. Here's what it he was said. what? Paul, Paul Feig. It was yeah. Paul Feig, yeah. Who is great. Yes. Um, I think that's indisputable. <laughs> you can't <laughs> deny Paul Feig's, uh, Direction with uh, ensemble women's group. No, you can't. Absolutely. You can't. Here's what he said. Ghostbusters made a lot of money around the world. It just cost too much, making it economically not feasible to do another one. So that's too bad. Here's the problem I have, and I'm stepping out now. Uh, he never refers to Paul Feig by his name. Oh, God. While oh, really? talking about him. This is another reason he's the enemy of comedy. Uh, the, di- <laughs> the director, he spent too much on it. He didn't shoot scenes we suggested to him, and several scenes were going to be needed, and he said, nah, we don't need them. Then we tested the movie, and they needed them. So they had to go back about 30 to $40 million in reshoots. So he will not be back on the Sony lot anytime soon. What? Wow. I think, Mr. Aykroyd, that that sweeping statement won't be back on the Sony lot wow. anytime soon. I don't think you run the place. No. Well, he, he runs the gate at the front. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he, he runs the Starbucks just outside. <laughs> he is not in charge of, but is a heavy hitter in the Ghost Corpse yeah. uh, department at Sony. So, yeah, he probably won't be let near another Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters project yeah. again. It's definitely, I think that's a little definitely heavy. Um, in spite of the rant about Feig, which here's, here's why they know it was embarrassing, is because that show gets repeated. That part was taken out. Oh, in the, interesting. In the rebroadcasts. Interesting. So that part was taken out. Interesting. He said he was happy with the film overall, loved the actresses who took the roles. According to him, the main problem was just money. He said it was a good movie. <laughs> Isn't that always the problem with the, with the movie? Just too expensive <laughs> money. I thought maybe he just forgot Feig's name like a doddering old shit, but no, that's clearly, he did not. It sounds oh, like he was... I wish I wish I could say doddering old shit. <laughs> Because again, Wouldn't I, that feel better? I got that love hate with Aykroyd. You I know, know, I, I know. You know his, 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 he's brilliant in his early stuff. Very funny. Yeah. National Lampoon Radio Hour and stuff like that. He was yeah. amazing. And and as he's gotten older, he's a shit. And as a binary concept, we have to be clear: love hate is not something that goes back and forth. Carrie used to love him. Now he hates him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still kind. Well, I know, I know his vodka know. Is shit, man. It's really hard. Yeah, his vodka ain't great. It sucks. You're paying for the bottle. Yeah. Trust me. So buy one and refill it. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> it's like it's a ketchup in a store. All right, at a restaurant. Uh, let's see. We got a director for Godzilla vs Kong. Adam right. Adam Wingard. Who is uh, low-budget horror thriller? You're next. The guest. 
Oh, you're um, next. That movie sucks shit. Let's see who else. Uh, VHS. I think I've. I think oh, I interviewed. VHS. VHS was good. I think I interviewed him at uh, Sundance when he well, came in for VHS. It depends on which one he did for VHS. Oh yeah, it's yeah. for like short stories. Yeah, right. Uh, but also, your next was awful. He also did the Horrible Way and ABCs of Death. Um, oh, he is currently working on the Death Note uh, ser- uh, thing for Netflix. God, that King Kong movie's gonna be fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he is uh, he is directing that. So huh. there you go, Kong versus Godzilla. I never okay. get the mind of a casting director. Like, who looks at those movies and go, "Yeah, him. He'll be great at King Kong and Godzilla." <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, uh, this I found interesting because uh, Weinstein Company has decided that they're going to do a TV series of Sin City. What? Okay. Which which, which station? Uh, that not, not one yet. Oh, not one yet. Okay. No, it's just the Weinstein Company that doing. That's a very big decision. <laughs> I hope it's not ABC Family. Well, yeah, it's, I it's, mean, it's Glenn Mazzara who ran Walking Dead for two seasons. Okay. One of the producers. Uh, uh, Len Wiseman, who directed the Underworld films, a Total Recall remake, as well as Stephen Larue, who mm. produced uh, Robert Rodriguez's second Sin City film. Uh, their pitch is a far departure from the films, introducing original characters and timelines within the Sin City universe. Frank Miller is not involved. Ah, interesting. Wow. Just He's they're... getting pretty frail, though. I mean, we well, saw yeah. him a few years ago, and he wasn't looking good. He wasn't. And this most recent uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight 3, yeah. he did not draw all of it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They had to bring in an extra artist. The little There was, there was the comic book itself, if you got the individual issues, like yeah. I did. Uh, inside, there was a mini-comic, and those were all drawn by Frank. Okay. And you can see that he's... It's getting old. It's getting old. It's called life. It is. It is. <laughs> so probably like cable model eight long. Hard to say. Episodes Hard or, to say. If it's yeah. the Weinstein Company, I'm sure that you know they're going to shop it to AMC. Or, AMC yeah. people like that. Yeah. So look for it. Maybe we'll see. Uh, we got some casting. Uh, first of all, uh, Supergirl has uh, cast their uh, villain for season three. So if you don't want to know, you tune away. Yeah. Yep. You can tell um, me. <laughs> uh, her name is uh, Odette Annabelle. She's uh, going to be playing the villain, and I wish that uh, our DC people were here. Yeah, Rain is the name of the character. She sounds wet. Now I looked it up, and and it's 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 not a creature or anything like that. It looks like a person. Uh, you know, different. I, I can't recall the skin color. I want to say it's like flat white or black or something like that. Uh, Rain will be introduced as part of the show's interpretation of the uh, world killer storyline from DC Comics. Okay. That sounds familiar. Yeah. R-A-I-N? She is R-E-I-G-N. Oh, Rain. Okay. Uh, she is one of the several world killers, bloodthirsty, powerful monsters that were created by Zor-El. That's right. Uh, like Supergirl, Rain boasts superhuman strength and speed, as well as the ability to fly. Um... She is, um, you may have seen her in the uh, medical drama Pure Genius. Uh, she was also in the Astronauts Wives Club, Banshee, House, Breaking In, Cloverfield. That's not Cloverfield. So yeah. uh, Od- <laughs> Odette Annabelle is okay. her name. So she will be the villain. Are you, are you still in on Supergirl, Carrie? I am. Been, I am. I've been out since the early in season two. I don't. I, I am. I, I, I watch it. Uh, you know, for uh, to support it, yeah. Because yeah, I know I, I think it. You know, stuff like this needs support. I agree. Cat watches it, so it gets support from our house. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm not getting uh, any from mine. I need so, to rethink it. So I, you know, what you can do just turn it on and 
<laughs> Carrie, that's cheating. And just, no, it's no, not. And just let it roll and then, you know, do whatever. Like this podcast, for example. <laughs> you could do the same thing with that. You just saved me morally, Carrie. I'm going to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, and then there is some casting, a lot of casting for this new Mutants movie. Um, they've cast Sunspot. They've cast... Um, Let's see. All right, let me let me try to get all my notes together. There was just a <laughs> flood of casting at the end of the week. Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things, okay, is uh, joining the. He will play Sam Guthrie, Cannonball. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blue Hunt is her name, and she will play Danielle Moonstar. It's a good name, Blue Hunt. Yeah, that is uh, a really good. Let's name. see. And so she has been cast. She's a relative newcomer. She hasn't done much. And uh, let's see, now we told you Anna Taylor-Joy is magic, Maisie Williams yeah. is uh, Wolfsbane, Rosario Dawson is uh, Cecilia Reyes, uh, Charlie Heaton is Cannonball, uh, let's see, oh, here it is, uh, Sunspot, oh yeah, we got the, we got this one, Sunspot is um, Henry Zaga, is his name. So they, they've got the movie cast, and it will allegedly arrive in theaters April 13th of uh, 2018. Cool. So there's your new Mutants casting. All right. Captain Underpants. Indeed. So, I want to start it with this one. All right. Uh, I've said in the past to never judge a movie by its trailer. Yeah. Like you never judge a book by its cover. Well, that's the old Geek Show slogan, that movie sucks based on the trailer. Exactly. You you never say that. Because I saw the trailer for this one, and I was like, oh, God, like it just looks bad. And then I started uh, hearing from Shannon, who said, oh, God, the kids at the Sev love those books. And he goes, they're actually kind of funny. I've read a couple myself. And then uh, reports from my friends who, you know, do certain, uh, the junkets and whatnot, mm-hmm. they were like, it's good. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, what? And yeah. they're like, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so Counts and I recorded this, just saw it, like, what, now an hour and a half, two hours we ago. We saw it the, earlier this morning, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so the story is, it's, uh, now I'm forgetting their names, it's George. George and, and uh, uh, Harold? Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's Kevin Hart and... Um, and Thomas Middleditch from, from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so uh, they're, they're, they're the misfits of the school. They prank the principal all the time. Uh, principal Krupp, if I remember right. Krupp. And, uh, and so, you know, he just wants to bust them. Well, he finally gets his chance. And so right before he's, he's like, I'm going to separate you. I'm, you know, this friendship is done, you know. And they've got this little hypnotizing ring. And uh, before I say that is that they actually together write a comic book together, you know, during class in their clubhouse called Captain Underpants. Yeah, they invented that. And guy. one of them is the writer and one of them is the artist. The artist, okay. And so, and he always rips up their it's comics a, like... Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, so he's like, I'm going to break this up. So he busts out this hypno ring that he's got and he points it out and he says, from now on, you're going to be Captain Underpants. They and say I'll, that to the principal. To the principal. Okay. And, he's, and he looks just like him, you know. And so uh, the, he turns to Captain Underpants, they go on a quick adventure, right? And they're like, okay, what are we going to do now? Well, what happens is when he gets hit with water, he turns back into the principal. But the second that they snap their fingers, he turns back into Captain Underpants. Like that. So it's just this great, you know, childish, but like still fun, full of joy adventure with these two kids. And the moment that I knew that I was going to love this movie, it's pretty much the beginning, right when he says, I'm going to separate you guys. Mm-hmm. He goes, what's life going to be like in the future if we're not like friends together? And all of a sudden, it's like the screen goes like whoa, like that, and it turns into a live action sock puppet thing. Well, first the kid starts to tell the story by yeah. holding up a brown sock and a white sock, <laughs> and so he's like, and, and then it an, cuts to this other yeah, this world in, in, inside his head, and like they're in a mall and like robots come, but it's all live, like yeah. it's all live action, yeah. And it's like, and I was like, 
This is fucking amazing. And they're supposed to be older, and the Kevin Hart character has like a kid and play haircut. Yeah, like an eraser head haircut. <laughs> oh my. It's very creative. It's, I mean, and like, what's funny is that they acknowledge it, because I always say, like, you know, with like with stupid movies, I don't know, like Tromeo and Juliet or something like that. Or not Tromeo and Juliet, what is it? Uh, Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, let's all take a bet. How, you know, how far are they going to do a fart joke? You know, that kind of thing. And uh, they actually acknowledge it in the movie, because there's a lot of fart jokes, obviously, with the Captain Underpants, well, yeah. vomit jokes, stuff like that. And they actually say, Man, we just we just love poop and fart jokes. He's like, isn't that like low grade comedy? And he's like, don't say that, man. Don't say that. <laughs> you know, they embrace just, it. They, yeah, they just yeah. They, they take it in the heart. And uh, you know, I I had a good time with it. Like I laughed my ass off. Yeah. You know, I there's really not much wrong with it. There's a few things that do kind of get into that territory of animated films with kids. Where I'm like, eh, I'm not really digging it. But again, I'm not really the target audience. But if you can make me laugh as much as I did in that movie, yep. You're doing your job. We saw it with a bunch of kids too, and they were screaming. Yeah, they were laughing their asses off. Loved it. Uh, It's only, and this is where I I take, because I'm at three and a half. uh, Wow. Me too. Me too. And uh, because it's only 89 minutes long. So if you're going to be that short of a movie, you got to be on point. You you can't fuck up anywhere. Yeah. And there's a good five, 10 minutes in there that's kind of like, meh. There's some slippage. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's great. Like, you know, uh, a mad, mad, you know, uh, inventor scientist like shows up and becomes their science teacher and yeah. like, they go to war it, be- it basically becomes a comic book movie you know yeah. mm. so I had a good time with it it's so. a blast uh, it's way funnier than I had any reason to think it would be yeah and I said on the, on big movie I said yeah. you know from the two critics that ha- don't have kids exactly you can either go enjoy it by yourself but if you take your kids you're not going to be sitting there bored like you are at most kid movies and yeah. be like why did I have you? You know what? You know, you, you know what level it works on Jimmy. That it just occurred to me. But for you and I to sit there and watch that together, two guys who act like idiots together all yeah. the time, watching these two guys act like idiots together. Yeah. I mean, it, it works on that level. Counts actually called it while we were sitting there because it was like there weren't many people in there, and it was yeah. like a family to our left on yeah. the side, and like another family to the right, and maybe one above us, and we're like just two old dudes, just like this. I was like creepy we, as hell. We probably drive a windowless van. <laughs> So sweater what, vest. Well, I mean, that's it's something to look forward to after you're done seeing Wonder Woman. Probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for real. I mean, they I think the same weekend. And if yeah. Captain I, Underpants isn't doing well, it says. So it's not. Well, I think it did second place, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, all the money went to Wonder Woman. Yeah, of course. All the money. It, they're just like, yeah, you can have yeah. some crumbs. Yeah. Um, but I would say, uh, I'm not sure. Someone asked me once, uh, what, you know, how old should someone go to see Wonder Woman? Like, kid-wise. Yeah. And Gosh. I... I know. I saw the girl that you saw with the costume on, and she was probably what four, maybe five. I, I have a hard. She time. She was tiny. She was little. But see, I get. I always say like I don't have kids, so I don't know. But I, uh, I'd say for Wonder Woman, maybe like six, seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not terrible. Well, let's see. How old is Gina's girl? Oh, I can't remember how old she is. Because they've seen it multiple times by now. Yeah, apparently. I don't remember <laughs> anything inappropriate, but there's probably but stuff there's that would freak and, a kid out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just Scary. dark war in, the, yeah. in Wonder Woman. Whereas, what I was just saying is that if you think your kid's not able to handle Wonder Woman, take them to Captain Underpants, and they'll have, they'll have a good time with it. Definitely. So. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Anything else before we uh, head back to the episode? Uh, Did you want? You wanted to talk about. Yeah, Baywatch. Oh, oh, you want to talk about Baywatch real fast? <laughs> so I think I've been. It's been out for. A yeah, it's, yeah. I just, I'll say it real fast. I'm not going to go into the plot line or anything, but this is say what I have piece. to say. Say your piece. I do a thing. Like I need noise when I fall asleep. Yeah. And what I've been doing like past like you know five days to a week is I go back again to a year, year and a half of each episodes, and it's just kind of funny hearing like, oh, they cast so and so for this movie. And we're like, oh, that should be interesting, or like. Oh, um, did you see that new Logan trailer? Like, oh, it looks fucking cool. And like nowadays, we're like, yeah, it was fucking cool, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whereas the trailer that I, I was like, did you guys see the Baywatch trailer? 
It looks fucking funny because it's all dirty and they make fun of it, like, yeah. like Twenty One Jump Street. Nailed fuck, it. Fuck Baywatch. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely you terrible. Can't, you can't have, them all, can't have them all. Can't have all, Dwayne. Oh man. <laughs> so what a waste of. Oh, but he's what a, a waste of the rock. He's at war with the internet critics now. Oh, is no, he? Oh, is he playing that game? Oh, he's 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 placing, better than that. He's placing the blame directly on on y'all. Oh, it's not funny for giving it bad reviews. Sorry, I'm okay. If you want one quick review, is that because he did pull this? He pulled this. We didn't make it for the critics. Oh my god! He pulled that shit. That's bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, neither Jimmy or I is a critic. We're movie fans. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: he didn't if, make it for us either. Uh, he didn't make it. Well, he made it for fucking dumbasses because yeah, they think, liked it. I think he made it for a dump truck full of money. Is what he made it for. Yeah. Well, the thing is that like, because raunchy humor does not offend me. You know, oh, no. I'm all for it. But you can't just say fuck, 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 and expect me like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like that, you got to have some kind of substance behind it. You know, yep. you can't just and then show some guy's dead. Yeah. Dick. There's a lot of wieners, Carrie. Don't oh. go see it. Oh, yeah. okay. You're done. All right. Actually, well, You're yeah, done. There's, there's a dog in it, but it's funny. Our good friends, Adam and Eddie, uh, they, they actually said, they sent me a text, actually. They said, is it weird coming from the gay couple watching a Baywatch movie and go, where are the tits? <laughs> <laughs> there are none. Zero. None. Zero. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Coming from the gay couple. All right. So, uh, yeah, don't go see Baywatch. Go see Captain Underpants or, or Wonder Woman. See Wonder Woman twice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to get out again this week. Um, um, just, just real quick, speaking of, because everyone knows my thing about dongs Your dong aversion? <laughs> yeah, how are you watching American Gods, well, I want to know? that's the thing. I was just going to say. <laughs> I haven't started this. There's two, so many dongs. Two, two of my favorite shows, American Gods and The Leftovers. Yeah. Just a parade. <laughs> just a goddamn parade. I'm, I'm watching American Gods, and I swear, Carrie, every time I see one, I'm thinking, oh, Carrie's not liking this. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just don't like seeing the dogs. So. <laughs> There's so many. And I said to Jimmy, how is Carrie watching this show? Yeah. Well, it's it's quality television. That's how you Yeah, that's it. how I, I power through. Yeah. It is so damn good. Uh, uh, real fast. Yes. Uh, the outlet that gave me my start, uh, good old Slug Mag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still their film critic. Actually, my cat was actually, how long has it been? It has been 11 years. Oh, my hell. 11 yeah. years? That's really? half your life, Jimmy. I'm older than 22. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a third of it almost. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, still right for them, but uh, they're doing an event called the Slug Mag on Tap. Uh, it's a craft beer fe- uh, tasting festival on July first at the Gateway two to seven. You can get your tickets at twenty four ticks dot com. Uh, it's only local breweries, and so if you want to do a tasting, you can check it out. It all benefits the Utah Brewers Guild, uh, and yeah, check it out. Sample and full size pours are available. So uh, go get hammered at the Fountains of Gateway. <laughs> is that where it is? Yeah, the gateway. Okay. Speaking of events, good for you, Carrie, for yes. doing the Pride Parade today. Yeah, well, that's we, awesome. We good have, for you. We I have mean, been, shame. <laughs> for shame. We have been um, in the Pride Parade. Somebody said more than ten years now. Um, I won't forgive myself if I don't. Because uh, you know, it's just uh, something for the folks who who are listening outside of the state. Salt Lake City has this interesting culture, and yeah. it's it's the it's the Mormon culture, and and they have their Days of Forty Seven Pioneer Days Parade, and we have applied to get into the parade, into that parade as the radio station for years, and have constantly just been told, no way, no way, not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so we said, well, let's go to the fun parades then. So yeah, let's do the ones that matter. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day and, and Pride, because you know Pride could really use our help. And so we we've been a booster of, of uh, you know Equality Utah and all those organizations forever. Well, something happened two years ago. We got a notice from the Pioneer Days Parade. I remember this. Said we will let you in the parade. Really? 
And and everyone in the promo meeting was very excited. They were very excited except for me. <laughs> yeah. And I said, hold it. First of all, they've been assholes to us for years. Yeah. And now, finally, the the bully is going to be your friend? Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. You don't want to get involved with the man's parade because yeah. then you become the man. Yeah. So I don't want to be in it. And everyone's just like, after all these years? <laughs> It's this bigger deal than that. Bigger deal than that. If anything, we need to throw more more support to Pride and St. Patrick's. You know. The other parade was going to make you dress like somebody from Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman anyway, exactly. so forget exactly. that. So anyway, yes. Oh. I was officially, officially shamed. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you, though. I yeah, think it's great. That's the first time, yeah, called by name. I mean, that was uh, that was kind of a thrill for me. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what these guys hope to accomplish. Uh, Do they really think that... Saying all these things that someone's going to go, you know, he's right. You know what? You should totally do it next year. Just hop off your float and be like, you're right. I'm out of here. Let's go to church. You know, you know, Carrie, I hate to say it, but what he hoped to accomplish, he just did. You mentioned him. (laughs) I don't know what group he's from. Or or, his name, nor will we ever. Before we leave, speaking to Wonder Woman. Yes. Get a chance to go on YouTube and type in Conan O'Brien, uh, Wonder Woman. Ooh. Because he does a training session with Gal Gadot. Really? It's fucking hilarious. Oh, wow. It's so good. I got to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Because if, if she's Israeli military. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's get back to the episode. The episode is called Our Wedding Vows. Please to enjoy. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in June. Batman, Dark Days. Darkness comes to the DC Universe with the Mystery of the Forge. Aquaman, The Flash, and more of DC's pantheon of heroes suspect Batman of hiding a dark secret that could threaten the very existence of the multiverse. Also a title called Crosswind, a slick and ruthless Chicago hitman, a smart but downtrodden Seattle housewife. When an inexplicable event strikes these two random strangers, their bodies, souls, and lives are switched to potentially deadly effect. It's Freaky Friday meets Goodfellas. Also, the web-slinging, wall-crawling wonder returns to New York City in the all-new Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, a companion series to the best-selling Amazing Spider-Man series. Peter is going back to basics for Big Heroics and the Big Apple. Featuring adversaries old and new, be there as Spider-Man returns to his friendly neighborhood for his never-ending battle against crime and the dreaded Parker luck. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. Individually, these four heroes have been on the front lines of the battle to keep the streets of the city safe and secure, but now, with a deadly enemy from the dim past making a major move to unite the underworld, they will need to become more. They will need to become the Defenders. Support local business. They're open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free, and 10% for active or retired military 2043 east 3300 south your friendly neighborhood comic book store dr volt's comic connection it's time for technology to give you more family time not less introducing nucleus the wi-fi home intercom with auto answer call from room to room or home to home with no monthly fees no more yelling up and down the stairs and no more struggling to set up skype calls with grandma and grandpa Nucleus is available today at NucleusLife.com. Use the code GEEKSHOW, one word, to get a special discount. 
This year's Tour de Cure is on June 10th in Brigham City to support the fight against diabetes. The Tour de Cure is not a race, but an event for everyone, with options including a 5K walk run and bike routes ranging from a family-friendly 12-mile ride up to a challenging 100-mile century ride. Every route is supported with rest stops, food to fuel the journey, and fans to cheer you on. Enjoy the beautiful scenery, followed by a great after-party. The Tour de Cure is proud to partner with the Brigham City Heritage Arts Festival, where all participants can enjoy performances, artisans, children's activities, and more. Did you know that over 200,000 adults and children are living with diabetes in Utah alone? Ride, run, or walk for those you love living with diabetes and help fund critical research, advocacy, and education. To register or volunteer, visit the American Diabetes Association at diabetes.org slash geekshow. Learn more and let them know you heard about it here by going to diabetes.org slash geekshow. Remember, it starts with you. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. And we're back. You call him a blues traveler. <laughs> All right. Yo, you wireless, sir. You wireless. You call him a John Popper, maybe. <laughs> it's got so many pockets in that vest. Uh, what we talk, we talk about off mic would just shock you sometimes. Uh, probably not. <laughs> that, was, that, was almost a, that was a clickbait oh, title. Yeah. I've had people request <laughs> us to, to keep rolling the tape. Well, then you go to our Patreon. No, I'm, I'm and you just like to say to those people, y'all can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, you, do it. you don't need to hear that. You donate 25 cents per recording. This well, is for you. See, that's that what I'm thinking. For 30 us. bucks a month. 30 bucks a month. See, that's what oh, I'm thinking is that is that because, you know, I don't own this. No, but you do own the off, the off mic but stuff. But the off mic stuff. But the but if well, if we're we got to charge a premium, oh yeah, it's gonna destroy my if we life. Got oh, 10, yeah. If we got ten people to spend ninety nine cents a month, that's like a hundred dollars. That nine dollars a month would uh, pay our legal wait. fees for the content that goes out during the. I'm not good at math. The mic off stuff, and by Tony's Mountain Dew. Oh yeah! Right. Now you need more money for that. Yeah, yeah it does get expensive right. sometimes, especially the stuff he buys. Well, yeah, he buys the Mountain, he mountain buys the Dew Gold. I like that that's right. Mountain Dew Spike. That that's lemonade. good stuff, huh? It's, that's good craft Mountain Dew. It's yeah. good craft. That's craft Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> I have an opinion <laughs> about that. Yeah. It's craft It's got prickly pear prickly up in it. Prickly pear juice. No, it does not. It's it, not real. It says it does on the can. Yeah, uh, they good lie. They, they, they lie. Can. I believe the can. I'm going to say the same thing I say to everybody else. That's not food. Um, well, it's, a, it's a, a beverage. Um, <laughs> My mouth likes it. Our friend, um, <laughs> leave me alone. Our friend Travis the Pieman 
has put together uh, MP3 versions. It's at geekshowyearinreview.blogspot.com. 72-hour recording. And he's got uh, our, our year in review uh, for 2015 and 2016. It's mostly Shannon telling me to shut up. So uh, there you go. <laughs> shut up, Lee. Shut up, stupid. All right. So thank shut you, up, stupid. Thank you, Travis, who also makes an excellent pie. So they, they, <laughs> Is Travis that how we got the name? It's not because he enjoys pie. It's I've a, had a, his makes, pie. Makes pie. He makes amazing it makes pie. Makes a pie. Okay. You're I'm saying gonna... you've dipped into his pie? Yes. Does you he, like? Does he sell his pie? He does not, but oh, he should. Man. He should like stand on a street corner and sell his pie. Hawk his pie on the he corner. Should. You know, <laughs> you can get a you can get a provisional. Shut up. You can get a provisional street Rusted. vendor license for twenty nine ninety nine a, mo- a year from Salt Lake City. You can just set up in any corner and sell your pie. Is this BS or is this true? Uh, this is absolutely true. Uh, could you sell blueberries on the corner? Uh, actually, you could, but then you'd have to go. Then then you'd actually have to go through the Department of Agriculture to make sure that you're preparing your blueberries in a. Facility. I, I, I hate slash love how much you know random shit. I feel like I can taste blueberries. I'm a restaurateur, right of course I know this shit. All right. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, Get Out is on Blu-ray now, and I need to see that. It's a good movie. Uh, don't don't let Jay go visit any girls' parents anymore. Which I wish this fucking movie came out when I was in high school. Then you could have said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> "I can't go visit your parents." It's, it's all good, you know. Like it, it brought me here to Utah. <laughs> I, I I will say that it I is. I was the prequel the, for Get Out. <laughs> it, it's right up there with Night of the Living Dead yeah. of using um, a story to tell uh, another story about issues that about we're facing, stuff and yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. allegory. Yeah, because that's that's, that's all Night of the Living Dead is mm. is just this giant social awareness wrapped up in zombies. I thought it was about zombies. Yeah. So uh, Jordan Peele. Whom we love, Kean Peele. Yeah, married to Chelsea. Now Peretti. is he that bald guy that I saw at the? No, that's Ke- no. <laughs> Damn it! Fuck you, Shannon. I know you. Ah! <laughs> He's fucking with me. He's fucking with me again. All right, backstory. Uh, quick I think, backstory. I, I think that was fucking accurate. Keegan Michael Key. That's uh, the bald one. He's the yeah, bald one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Shannon, tall, the taller Sh- one. Shannon sent me a text a while back. It says, "I saw. I met the." What I happened? didn't meet him. I just saw him. He was at he was at uh, Wasatch Wasatch Group Group. Uh, for Sundance, and he's like, "I saw, I saw the the bald one <laughs> from Key and and I go, and I just reply, "That's Keegan Michael Key." What was my reply? Yeah, yeah, the bald one, the fucking bald one, <laughs> <laughs> and it just bothered me so much. I, I, it was, was two years ago. So I have to ask, is it the Abbott one or the Costello one? Ah, there's your Abbott and Costello. Yeah, actually, yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. That all. If there was any any justice in the world, that actually that's our Abbott. Oh that my god, fucking maybe works. they're like the seat. They're, they're the fucking um. That's so Colson. They're the Colson of that universe. No, that's so that ties fu- it all together. That's so fucking works putting those two in that universe. Really they, they're, like the, they're like the FBI though, like oh. they're Agent Agent oh. Abbott and Agent Costello. Like they're yeah. characters from Fargo. Yeah. Oh yes, but with monsters. Are you listening, Hollywood? Give us a check. How Dear much, Universal how much, Studios, how much money have we made for these guys? It's a oh, lot. Oh like my a god, billion dollars. Yeah. But anyway, the movie business is easy. Uh, Jordan Peele has uh, picked his next project. And uh, it is going to be what is what is being described here as a terrifying Lovecraftian story about race in 1950s America. Sign yeah, me up. The room is silent. Um, Lovecraftian. Uh, he is partnered with J.J. Abrams and Warner Brothers Television to adapt Matt Ruff's Lovecraft Country 
what? into a series. So we can have like old gods and stuff in this? It's a series. Lovecraft Country tells the story of Atticus Turner, a young army veteran who sets out in search through New England when his father mysteriously disappears. While uh, Turner is forced to deal with the very real struggles facing black men living in the 50s, America at the dawn of the Civil Rights Movement, he's also confronted by a series of supernatural dangers seemingly haunting the area he's traveling to, commonly referred to as Lovecraft Country. The pilot script is currently in development, being penned by Misha Green, who has written Underground. I think it would be really cool if one of the... And and I think that's what he's going to do. Somebody really needs to bring up the fact that H.P. Lovecraft was... uh, Freaky white supremacist. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. He had some. He had some great ideas for horror, but when you actually start studying it and realize that you know one of them's a, one of the stories is a thinly veiled allegory about uh, Asian men coming and marrying our women. Hmm. You need to listen, I, as you know. Thou shalt have no other podcast before the, this one. But there was a not podcast. Even Invisibilia. Not even. I sure love that. Not even. But there's there's one that was. It's it's no longer in production, but I'm sure that the episode exists out there called the Dead Authors Podcast. The gag was Paul F. Tompkins pretends to be H.G. Wells, who oh, has wow. the time machine, and he goes back in time and he gets these authors and brings them and interviews them. And he did one with H.P. Lovecraft, and mm-hmm. all of that shit you talked about is addressed in that. <laughs> but it's funny; it's it, you're, it tricks you into learning, but it's funny, right? And that's uh, there's there's some there's some great stuff out there. I mean, it's kind of one of those things of uh, of appreciate what the man did, but recognize the monster within. Oh know? yeah, uh, uh, yeah. B- Belushi is a perfect example. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Ha- he hated women in comedy, right? But I admire what he does. But 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 his personal that's you know. That's the thing. Yeah. Hunter Thompson was not great to women either. But, no. You know. All right. Except for that one. I saw the trailer for this. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. And if you're a fan of anime and old video games, you're going to love this. <gasps> you just nailed Lee's it, anyone, anyone? Oh, in one <laughs> shot right there. I can't exhale. Uh, go and, <laughs> and look at this then. It's Netflix's Castlevania show. Oh, shit. In July. Motherfucking Simon! Trailer's been out, but the show comes out in July? July 7th. Okay. Uh, Here's the synopsis. Inspired by the classic video game series, Castlevania is a dark medieval fantasy following the last surviving member of the disgraced Belmont clan Mm. trying to save Eastern Europe from the extinction at the hand of Vlad Dracula Tepe? Vlad Tepish. Tepish himself. The animated series written by uh, author, uh, comic book icon Warren Ellis. What?! What? Ellis is what? Yep. What? Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis is writing an animated Castlevania show. He's also uh, he's also (laughs) he's also executive. He's also executive producing. Oh wow. Along with uh, Kevin Cold, Fred Siebert, and Adi Shankar. Fred Siebert? (coughs) Really? No no no. He's the Adventure Time. Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. He does a lot of stuff on on Adventure Time, if I remember correctly. I thought you were fucking with me. Let me look it up (laughs) before I. I thought I thought it was yeah. I thought you were fucking with me. All right. Uh, Whatever, Tony. I'll look this up real quick. But it's yeah, it's your damn beard. It's it's anime style, blood soaked, nostalgia infused. I I, the summer of nineteen eighty nine. I must have played seven hundred dollars worth of Castlevania. If it's the same Fred Siebert, Adventure Time. Fairly Odd Parents. It must be. Uh, uh, I found a glitch. Debbie in the Does Dallas. Samurai Jack. 
Oh, I mean, Ooh. he's he's big in he's the animated chops. community. I, yeah. I found a glitch in Castlevania too. It was that I had the key to the back of the machine because I worked at the arcade that it was at. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> every night, live. No, every remember. every night, I'd open it up and take out about you know fifty bucks worth of quarters and then play. Nice. Yeah. Well, that, just... that year, I went to the video game convention with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And you know I, I fucking suck at video games. You yeah. do. We know because um, you you broke a racing game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also broke the Castlevania game, like the demo of it. I walked into a wall. I was like, "Hey, I'm stuck in this wall." And they're like, "Oh, I, that's never happened before." <laughs> that's. Yeah, that's he he did here. the same thing when we went to San Diego. He's playing that Forza racing game, yeah. and and the and the he he drives the thing off a cliff, and <laughs> the guy the guy looks at it and goes, "I, how did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> that should be my job. I should get a job. Should, like a, yeah, yeah, you find the bugs in I'm video the glitch. games. Hey, yeah, but they'd bring be in like, the glitch. They'd be like, bring them in. Well, there there isn't a kitchen in this game. How did you do that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was just walking around. I got stuck in a fucking wall. Shit, I'm the glitch. I don't know. The code yeah. for that doesn't even exist. How is it there? He actually found the bowling alley and the root beer tapper level. What did you do? It, it actually, I don't know. I'm the fucking glitch, man. It actually turns out that in Castlevania, you fall off a cliff, and then you get into a racing car. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I drive into a kitchen. Yeah, exactly. They should have said this new anime in the 21st century, though. I think it would have been better. You think? <laughs> don't throw stuff at me. <laughs> Don't be such a glitch. <laughs> uh, and uh, also in uh, game-related movie-slash-television news, uh, Sony has been working on a movie based on Uncharted. Mm, yep, yep. I heard about time. this news this week. I finally beat that game. And uh, this this is from a couple of weeks ago. They've they've changed it. The, the The game Uncharted is an is an adult version of this character, right? Right, Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake, thank name. you. And so they've decided that they're going to do like young Nathan Drake. Yeah, oh, that's like retarded. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I hope Drake plays. Do you want to see Nathan Drake as a kid? No. no. <laughs> well, so there is precedent for this because in the third Uncharted game, yes. there were flashbacks to when he was a teenager. Drake's deception. Yeah, as he uh, kind of di- dipped his toes first in. In thieving, basically, mm-hmm. does he go out with his friend Laura? Do they go do some uh, stuff? No, she was she wasn't around. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they've cast young Nathan Drake already. Who is it, Carrie? I'm so excited. Spider Man. Oh, it's our little, little Spider Man. Little uh, our little Tom Holland. Little Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Hello, my name is Tom Holland. I think, I'm the Spider Man. So I, I've been Hello. following, not really closely. The development of this movie, but I have been keeping up with it a little bit, and yeah, that's a totally, completely redone idea. It was going to be old Nathan Drake, and I and I was I was hoping they were going to cast Nathan Fillion because he would be a really good Nathan Drake. But uh, I think that by going this young route, there's a better chance that the movie will be great, but there's also a bigger chance that that it's not going to be good at all. That's what I'm. Leaning, you know what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm leaning like, toward right now. It 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 could be even better than it could have been, but more than likely, it's not just not going to be that. Well, well say, what's like, what's held up the movie from? They go through different directors. They, just haven't, been able to, they haven't been able to land on a script they like. You know, it just it's been in so development. Is this, purgatory. is this because organically the story needed to go back to the beginning, or is this because Tom Holland is? 
I think it's because Tom. Oh, it's available. I'm sure it's, and, it's because uh, the Sony executives saw Tom Holland as Spider Man and said, "I want, I want Let's him. Give him more. Get him in uh, Uncharted. He needs things. Yeah. And what also, do we have? it's based on a video game, so that's that's already also means it's that's like be shit. three strikes out of three, just yeah. out of the gate. Yeah, it's possible it'll be good, but don't hold your breath. I will not. That's my advice. I will not. You know. And finally, this. It's no Katamari Domacy. It is no. not. <laughs> God, that movie's going to be so good. Uh, I don't know. You know, we're talking about movie projects that keep getting, they're losing their directors mm-hmm. and well, changing and all that. And Well, the He-Man movie's got a new writer. Oh, God damn it. I'm so excited about the original writer. <laughs> it had a writer to begin with? Who's <laughs> the new writer? I, why are you rubbing your face like that? <laughs> the new... <laughs> This is going to be good. The new writer is David S. Goyer, actually. Oh, oh. Jesus. Again? Uh, they you announced it. We call it. him Captain Crapshoot? <laughs> they've got a release date, December 18th, 2019. Oh, my God. That's right before my birthday. I'm so I lucky. know, right? It'll be your birthday uh, movie. But, but is Frank Langella available to reprise his role as Skeletor? <laughs> He's available, <laughs> but... Willing is another story. Dolph Lundgren's available. I only yeah. hope it's set on Earth. And Willing. He's available. Courtney Cox is available. Uh, I only uh, hope it's set on Earth. They're all available. Yeah, I, See, I that's think, the one thing they absolutely should not do. No, they really it should. It be on Eternia. It should be set on Earth. What are you Earth. talking about? Did you see the original one from the... Yeah, I saw that turd. Yeah, set on Earth. That was the right choice. <laughs> Well, it's the cheaper choice. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that Green Lantern movie. So the, uh. the, the problem that they've been <laughs> having it. with this is that they haven't been able to attract any big names. Right, because so, it's a fucking He-Man movie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, buy more jerky so I could... <laughs> I want to be want to finance this? After the Katamari movie, I want to finance the, the He-Man what movie. What do they need? I'll get into shape. I'll be He-Man. You. You'd be a dope He-Man. I just got to put on you know, uh, 50 pounds of muscle and lose 50 pounds of fat. with that fucking... Orange beard, you're I, fucking uh, beast man. You are oh, beast man. Okay, all right. Beast man. Can, can I be many faces? <laughs> you can. No. Yeah, no. I, guess, I mean, I guess so. I'll talk I hate, to, okay. I hate to cover that up with that helmet, though. That beautiful face here. Well, but the best part like is he can. I spin think it his... should be that fucking. Um, who was the? Uh, he flew. Stratos. 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 Oh shit. Stratos. No, Stratos yeah. was the flying guy. Yeah, he's Stratos. Guy. Stratos. Is that who you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. You yeah. like birds? With those clip-on wings. You, you like, like birds? birds? Yeah. I think I Lee's like going to be Lee's going to be Mechanic. Me? Yeah. No, I'm I'm going to be uh, King Randall. I'm going to. Oh, okay. Oh, bitch. I'm Randor. Randor. King Randor. I am Ram Man. Ram Man. <laughs> Ram Man. Well, we all know who I need to be. Evil Lynn. Nope. <laughs> nope. My favorite Stinkor. Evil yes. Master of Stinkor. My favorite action figure of them all. That is the He-Man figure. And he's I just held. like you're like they're like. Fuck off, Stinkhorn! <laughs> he's, he's oh, the, I'm uh, sorry, I can't help but I stink. Stinkhorn and Mossman are the uh, He-Man figures I held on to the longest. I think I just got rid of them a year ago. Did you know Mossman is just Beastman painted green? Did you know Stinkhorn is just Merman painted black and white? Shut up! No. <laughs> <laughs> shut up about Stinkhorn! I've never so seen good. him get that. Stinkor, Stinkor he just is, got triggered, straight up triggered. Stinkor is fantastic because I, I mean he really Stinkor. he really did stink out of the package. Yeah, like, he did. Yeah, and the, but then that stink went away. So you're like, what can I rub this thing in yeah. to make it stink still? Or rub this on? Yeah. So you're I, like, I just let him sleep in my butthole. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah really? My, my really? mom beat me there. Really, Shannon? My dad would always be pissed because I'd be like, you know, soaking kerosene and polo together, trying to get <laughs> trying this. To, Reproduce the stink. Yeah. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to reinvigorate my stink ore. 
Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I tried that too. That but the, sums it up. I tried that too, but the smell wouldn't come back. <laughs> what was that other shitty cologne? Um, there was Brute by Fabergé. No, there was Polo, which smelled like yeah. pine trees. Yeah. Oh, I know the one uh, you're talking about. Uh, Subsha, Fuchsia, or Redacted. Elsha. Elsha. Yeah, I just. What did it smell like? Butthole. <laughs> like stink. Or it smelled like um. I don't know. If you cook down a Kevin Marandino and fucking smeared it on your stuff. What's you know, you, Kevin Marandino? Oh, yeah, you know, you can, still, you can still get that shit. You go over to the Dan's over here, the grocery store. Yeah. It's like 25 bucks. For Elsha? For a bottle of Elsha. That shit smells like... Buttholes. Buttholes. Yeah. It was terrible. Like 1980s, like, villain butthole. Villain butthole. It was yeah, terrible. It was, it was the they, 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 they uh, scraped James Spader's butthole <laughs> and they boiled it down. The stinkiest I... of buttholes, villain butthole. I don't think that my butthole is that stinky. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great James Spader. Smells like Elsha. <laughs> yep. Oh man. James Spader's gonna listen to this. Well, James Spader is only really listening to Anderson Cooper right now. <laughs> Nonstop. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know It's a long story. Let's wrap Let's wrap this up. Do you? Yeah, your, let's do it do you, in rap. Do you have any movies, Shannon? Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me check. Well, yeah. I'll have uh, Tony No, do... I got this. I got no, this. No, I got this. Uh, no, I got it. Um, I got this. You guys, it's it's a very exciting day. Because <laughs> Jimmy's not Ken, here. Somebody's got to uh, do this. Carrie Jackson is going to be so excited to hear this. The 24th anniversary edition of Hexed <laughs> <laughs> is coming out this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Look at this the, He's so excited. <laughs> He's so fucking pissed. So it's listen, the uh, greatest comedy of all time, according to Perry Jackson. Listen, uh, <laughs> there are some genuine golden moments in that movie, just like so in 1942. Says, uh, I mean, of course, it's got 41. your it's got your Claudia Christian, it's got your Adrian Shelley, everybody's favorite, almost. Would you call him almost? <laughs> I forgot. He, the guy that married uh Oh, uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, yeah. It's got your... Nor- <laughs> but a fucking tour de force performance Listen, by Mr. Norman Fell. Norman Fell it's- gets pushed <laughs> off of the top of a motel... And then... Was it a Norman Fell motel? And, and, hey. and then is run over like a speed bump. And wow. then he looks at the camera and goes, Ain't this a shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and... Arlie Ermey's greatest disgrace. So that's coming out uh, All right. this week. Is it, well, no, in development. The movie. In development is uh, Carrie Jackson and the Time Closet. Yes. Did you Did you hear what else? Who's is playing? Who's playing him though? Next Next this week on on video. Ooh, seriously, uh, Richard Grieco returns in Tomcat Dangerous Desires Two. Two. Yeah, sequel to uh, 1992's Showtime classic Tomcat Dangerous Desires. I had thanks, no idea. Thanks way, uh, for taking away all the fucking hex hey. heat. Um, <laughs> heat. You did. <laughs> you did. Uh, and, heat. And to answer your question. Oh, is it right on? Yeah, who would play you in Carrie Jackson uh, in the time club? Eddie Izzard is going method and gaining 100 pounds. Wow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right. But the wardrobe's ready. It is. Yeah. Do you have uh, games? Yeah, we got some. Uh, 
Wipeout Omega Collection. Mm-mm. It's all the old Wipeout games for PS4 now. Yes. It's an anti-gravity racer. I, oh, I, I love Wipeout. Uh, we also got Elder Scrolls Online the Morrowind Woo! expansion. Yes. The, uh, the Ranger class for that looks badass. Yeah. And I had a hard time with Elder Scrolls Online, but they've fixed a lot they've of what was wrong with it. They've patched the crap out of that it's, game. It is a very enjoyable game now. Yeah. Elder, Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls got me through the military. And the, <laughs> the combat, the combat <laughs> system on Elder Scrolls Online is probably one of the best for the MMORPGs. Nice. MMORPGs. So you can travel, travel back to Morrowind. It's have, 200 years prior to, to the Morrowind game. Yeah, and you haven't been to Morrowind as a player since Elder Scrolls Three. Yeah, it's been and Mushroom Land is still years. there. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been years. in the Air Force for that long. Oh, damn, Jesus. man, that's crazy. Uh, let's see, crazy. something else called Dark Rose Valkyrie. That sounds like a bunch of birds and a Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie's got wings. And I'm not about this. Or she's a two year old. <laughs> and also, uh, for you car enthusiasts. If you like the Rally Racers Dirt 4. Does it have guns no. on the cars? Nope. Just cars racing around dirt tracks. Oh, turning left. Uh, but the, the Dirt series is very good if you like Rally Racers. Do they use racers, guzzling? So. Do they use guzzling? I'm not a, yes. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of guns, but I am a huge fan of guns on cars. Ah. Twisted Metal, greatest. Uh, mine, mine's called uh, Full Auto. It's got the limousine with the chain guns on it. Mm. Cars 2. The Pixar <laughs> Cars 2. Shut no up. shit. What? No shit. Guns on cars. Okay. And it's fun. Full Auto has a, uh, a limo that you can use just as a battering ram with a rocket launcher. Mm. I liked uh, Vigilante 8. Ah, yeah. day. Right. That was a good one. Anything else? That's it. That's it? Yep. Speaking of games. I was going to say yes. that. Yes. Oh, hi, Blake. Hello. <laughs> I've just been sitting here in the corner just enjoying the it's, shit it's, out of it's, you guys. It's, oh, get it's, back it's, in your corner. Hey, get last back guy, in your corner. Last guy that did that got lectured. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's, it's difficult to step in here and... You know, uh, because there, I've said a few words. You, you've been you've, you've done well. The gauntlet. You have done well. Uh, but uh, as far as games go, Gaming Con, Gaming Con is coming up on Salt Lake Gaming Con is coming up on July seventh and eighth, and we are going to have lots of awesome things on the vendor floor. We're going to have a pinball alley. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I love pinball! Shut up! And, and it's going to be free to play. Oh, nice. Even better. So, free pinball? Free pinball? i got to text my buddy. He's, Are you guys going to have the Playboy pinball machine from 1980? Uh, we might. One time mm. I got really, really stoned. I went to Gary Coleman's <laughs> uh, uh, pinball place. Remember? And I yeah. fucking just wrecked yeah. that Star Trek The Next Generation. You sure pinball. did. Oh, oh, okay. The glitch. We also, have a, we also have a Mario Kart course. Oh, my God. Where you can drive around in your Mario Kart. Oh, in real life Mario Kart. And get Kart. foam things thrown at you. Cool. Wow, I want to do that to Jimmy. I'm being I'm being Peach. <laughs> Anybody who's played Mario Kart with Jimmy knows why. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, we got some cool guests. We have Steve Bloom from Star Wars Rebels. Ah, Steve Bloom. We got Jennifer well, Hale. Steve Bloom from every animated anything ever. Right. Yeah. Jennifer Hale, the Jen- female voice of every video game. Every video female, game. Every female video game character. We have some Overwatch she's, actors. She's coming. pretty great. Who, who, you, who you got? Oh! Who you got? Oh! Oh! And we have the guy who did the music for uh, World of Warcraft and many other Blizzard projects. Nice, oh, cool. Uh, coming. This is this so. is dope. You had me at free pinball. Yeah, me. You I'm d- going. You want to go? You, ha- you definitely had me at Overwatch. Like, you got the uh, the guy who's the voice of Zenyatta, correct? 
Yes. Yes. And and one other. I'm not. I can't remember. So this is July seventh and eighth. July seventh and eighth. Oh, I was thinking June. Okay. At the Southtown yeah. Expo Center. Let's right. make it happen. Yeah. Let's do it. I want to play some pinball. Some O Watch. I call it O Watch. O Watch. O Watch. I. That's something else. I in my. So, world you guys gonna like have panels and the whole. We're gonna have panels. Thing? Yep. Is there? Is there? Are there Wish I could help. But I don't what kind of? What kind of vendors are you gonna have? Uh. We're going to have uh, quite a few, mostly gaming-related vendors. Right. Um, we're going to have a company that does a, the Star Wars X-Wing game. Okay. Oh. That's Fantasy Flight. Flight. I forget the name. Fantasy huh? Flight. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, we've got so much Fantasy Flight stuff on the table right now. They do amazing Star Wars. You haven't played X-Wing. I have not. It is the perfect recre- recreation of uh, dogfighting, and you can have ships upwards to like Millennium Falcon sized and it is it is so much fun and we're going to have more than uh, 30 tournaments oh cool uh, damn games. all different games so. alright so where, where do we uh, saltlakegamingcon.com yes alright thank you very much Blake uh, Mr. Mr. Barnson would you please put a stick well, in this I'm going to say uh, glitch more ham mm. <laughs> where'd the ham come from I don't know I was stuck in the wall <laughs> <laughs>